Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. So today, today I'm going to be sharing with you three mistakes that are blocking you, three mistakes that are blocking you from having profitable online course launches. And that's the key word is profitable. You guys know that I'm all about, you know, creating an asset in your business. I'm all about you guys creating an asset in your business and going from your Zoom weekly schedule, which most of us right now have, most most yoga teachers right now, you know, are not in yoga studios right now teaching. And many of you over the last year have, transitioned from in-person to online. So how can you go beyond that online Zoom class and start to create something that's more higher priced, that's higher priced, higher value, more transformation for your students? So I talk about this all the time. And really it's about creating an asset, isn't it? It's about creating a digital asset that you can launch again and again and again. And it's doing something different. It's doing something different to a Zoom class, okay? Because if you continue to just do the Zoom class, same thing, same results, okay? If you want to bring more income into your business, if you want to find a way to run your online business that's gonna free up your time so that you're not dependent on a weekly Zoom schedule, like you may have been reliant on a weekly studio schedule. You know, when we find ourselves in that kind of rat race of 15, 20, 30 classes a week, what we don't want to be doing is replicating that model to Zoom, to to online. So we have to find other ways to really diversify what we're offering for our communities. But not just that, meet our students where they are right now. Yeah, and quite, you know, I'd say right now that they need more. They need more support. People need more support. So it's giving some, it's giving our community something more. And so some of you, you know, might have an online course already. Chances are most of you watching today are thinking about this or you're in the process of. And the great thing about creating this online asset, this digital asset in your business is that once you've got it, once you've got it there, all the content is creating, created even, all the content is created, is simply your job to launch it again and again and again and again. Okay, so once you've created it, your focus is really then about growing your community, building your community and launching. Yeah, launching is a learning process. 
every time we launch our program, every time we launch our online course, we learn so much. We learn so much about what we've just done and what worked and what didn't. Because this digital space, this landscape is constantly changing. Nothing's static in this space. So what worked a month ago might not even work this time. So it's really about understanding where our audience are, understanding the space that we're operating in and moving in a way that's really quite fluid so that we can make changes, so that we can switch something up in our launch process that we weren't gonna do, but now because of X, Y, and Z, we're gonna do that thing. You know, we can be really reactive when we're launching, which is amazing because back in the day when it was all about advertising, you know, once that poster was up on a billboard, there was nothing you could do about it. You'd spent your thousands, that poster was up and it was up for the duration. So we're in such a um, unique and um, it, it's, 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 you know, we're, we're in a unique time, but also an amazing opportunity because we can make changes like that. You know, we never used to be able to do that. So really, that's great news. That's great news for us. But during this process, when you're launching courses, you really need to be listening and understanding and taking it all in so that each time you can iterate your program, you can iterate your launch activities and what you've been doing and you can optimize it. And by the by the by the me what I mean when I say that, you know, optimize something is to look at what worked in the last launch and then make more of it. Yeah, maximize that so that you really optimize it. And, you know, here at Digital Yoga Academy, you know, I'm launching or I'm relaunching a program or a training mostly every month. Mostly every month I'm doing something else, right? So I'm launching something, maybe not publicly, maybe you're not seeing it right now. Maybe it's something for a different segment of my audience or maybe it's something to do with my evergreen funnel that's moving at the moment. So I'm launching or relaunching something every single month. So I really understand what it takes to create a program and launch it and make sure that it's profitable, it's scalable and it's repeatable. And I want you guys to really kind of exceed your ambitious goals this year. So I really want to today just share three common mistakes that I see when it comes to launching online courses. Do you all have the goal to create an online course this year? Because if you do, it's about being committed to actually doing it in a way that you will have your best launch. You know, and by that I mean bringing in more students and more money without stress, you know, without stress. So three mistakes, three mistakes. And the first mistake, the first mistake, and I see this all the time, this is like probably the most common mistake. The mistake number one as to why you are blocking yourself from having a profitable online course launch is that you haven't done enough market research. Okay, I see this all the time. Teachers are jumping right into their launches without doing that critical piece and it's without doing this market research. So, you know, you've got to really know your target audience so that you can understand 
what it is that they want to buy from you and so that you can understand how to sell it to them. Okay, you really have to understand that. You need to know who your people are and what they want from you. And I made this mistake. I made this mistake. When I first started Digital Yoga Academy, I was so excited about what I was doing and creating this online course that I jumped straight into creating my online course. It was the first thing I did. I built my website and then I built a, a course. I built an online course on how to build a website. And I launched it and I had no one to launch it to because I hadn't spent the time growing my community. But also, importantly, I hadn't spent time actually doing research with, with my community because I had no community. So it was a big mistake. It was a big mistake to make. And I do see this all the time that teachers have an idea for a course and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. This is my idea for my course. And then they jump straight into creating their course and putting it out there without first doing market research, without first speaking to their ideal clients and their students and their community to actually find out if people actually want this course and if they want it in that particular format and so on. So this makes a lot of sense when you say it out loud like this, but it really is the most common mistake that I see. And I think it comes from a place of excitement. You know, you get really excited that you're gonna do this thing and you just can't wait to get it out there into the world. But let me tell you this, when you do the market research, it is a completely different, um, it's a completely different experience. You know, you gain so much clarity and confidence when you've actually done the research and you've actually asked people what they want. But not only that, what they're struggling with. That's the key question that you need to ask. What are you struggling with right now related to X, Y, and Z? Okay. And, you know, how can you go about and create an online course and then sell it, i.e. make a profit from it, if you don't know what your audience want? You can't. So the best way to understand what your audience actually wants is to is for you to decide and choose a niche for your business to really narrow in and i talk about this so much guys like there's lots of episodes on the podcast if you feel you need some support with niching and you know getting laser focused on who your ideal student is and how you can create content and offerings that they're really going to, to love. So do go and check out some of the podcast episodes. It's the place to start because if you're not making money, if your course launches are not profitable and you're struggling to sell them, it's down to two things. One, you don't have a niche and two, you're not marketing yourself properly. And the reason that you aren't marketing yourself properly is because you know, marketing is about communicating the problem that you solve. And you can only do that if you know what the problem is, right? So you're only going to know what the problem is if you know who your ideal students are. And for, for that, you need to decide on a niche so that you can really, truly understand who your people are. You know, this is how it all ties together, right? And to develop anything, to develop a program or a product or a service, you need to do product development. You know, this is this requires research and this is what companies do. They have research teams that 
do the research that then informs the development of a product or service. So you guys need to replicate that same process that all the big boys out there, all the big companies out there do. Big companies, any any most companies will do have some kind of research process going on in their business. You guys need to do it too, even if it's you're just on your own. You know, the business founder, the yoga teacher wearing all the hats you need to do market research, okay? So if you're not sure if you are doing this right at the moment, I'm gonna ask you a few questions, okay? So grab a pen and paper, grab a pen and paper, but ask yourself these questions and to determine whether you are, whether you think you're actually doing enough research. So first of all, there's some questions around you know, how to determine if you know your audience well enough. So do you know what they're struggling with? That's the, the key one. Do you know what they're struggling with? Do you know what other practices they are engaging with? You know, maybe that they've tried that hasn't worked out for them or has worked out for them. What other practices are they engaging with to support them with this struggle that they have? Do you know how they want to receive support from you inside your, your course? You know, is it live? Is it pre-recorded? What does that look like? Have you, have you done any research around that? Um, do you know what they're willing to pay? Yeah, there's definitely questions that you can be asking when you're going through your development, your course development process. And then also to look at what else is out there in the in the in your space. You know, are you are you clear on how your course is different to other similar courses? Because there will be similar courses out there, guys. You know, if you see another teacher creating a course for anxiety or whatever it might be, that shouldn't stop you from creating your course. Your course will be unique. You know, you will have your own spin on it. It will have your voice, your personality infused. Your, your students will want to learn from you. And, you know, it's your unique content. And so do you know how it's, it's different from what else is out there? How it's unique from what else is out there, even if it's the same topic, okay? Have you identified your differentiator, your unique selling proposition, let's say? And is it obvious to people what that is? So there's definitely some questions you can ask yourself, but this is the number one mistake that I see, you know, for that really does block you and really holds you back from making money when it comes to actually launching and selling your course is not doing that initial research and validating all of your ideas. You have to understand who your people are, what it is they're struggling with so that you can create a course that's gonna provide a solution and you validate that idea with your community. Okay, it's a process. It's a process to all of that. Okay. So uh, mistake number two, mistake number two, and this is that you, you don't have a, a clear pre-launch strategy in place, okay? You don't have a defined and planned out pre-launch phase, 
okay? Because when you are launching a course, there's a number of different phases. There's an education phase, there's a pre-launch phase, and there's a launch phase. And even in the launch phase, there's three parts to a launch phase. <laughs> so there's actually a very clear, defined, step-by-step -step process to when it comes to launching your online course. And if you don't know what that is, if you don't know what that process is, it's more challenging to get the sales that you're expecting at the end of it. This is not a case of creating a course and opening the doors. Hey, my course is available now, come and enroll. There's a process to really nurture your community. And this phase in the middle, so you've got your education, your pre-launch and your launch. This phase in the middle, this pre-launch phase and your content strategy that you need to you need to implement during this phase is really essential really essential and it's easy to skip it you know i see it all the time like people dive straight into their promotion mode and they skip this really important phase of seeding and teasing and opening story loops and asking questions and really driving the engagement. There's a lot that goes into this when it comes to the actual content you create and the types of content. So, you know, instead of like diving straight into promoting and selling your course, I really recommend that you incorporate this pre-launch content strategy into your planning process. And this might all sound a little bit over the head, it's something that I teach inside the Profitable Yoga Teacher Program. I teach this exact step-by-step -step, uh, uh, process to launching and actually selling out your courses. And, you know, this pre-launch phase is really another opportunity for you to get to know your audience better as well and to kind of prep them for what's to come, which of course is the launch phase when you open the doors and, you know, say to people, hey, this is now available. This amazing course that I've been warming you up for and priming you for is now available. So, and here's the thing, if you do this pre-launch phase properly, then your ultimate job, which is to sell your course at the end, is way easier, yeah, and it happens faster. So, some things to think about, guys, when you're um, planning out your pre-launch phase. What topics can you um, start seeding, okay? So you can start dropping in. What co topics can you start to talk about? on the run up to your launch? And what kind of story loops can you open up? Yeah, what loops can be opened and these kind of exciting conversations can, that you can start having. Maybe you can start talking about um, some bonuses that you have coming up with part of your launch. And you can talk about your launch, like you can say, my, my course launch is coming up soon, guys. These are the amazing things to be looking out for. You can say that, like gone are the days where it used to be really hush-hush and you wouldn't tell people that you were launching and then you do all of this like activity or do a yoga challenge or you do something and then it'd be like at the end, ta-da! <laughs> and now you, can, like, now you can join me inside my course. You should definitely be talking about your course and the fact that it's coming, yeah? You don't need to keep it a secret. So during this pre-launch phase, you can also start sharing some stories of your existing students and testimonials and case studies to kind of really showcase you know, the, the results and the success that 
other students who have gone through your course have had. And if you if this is the first time you're doing your course, this is the first time you're launching your course, well, think about other success stories because you have been teaching. So it doesn't have to be the success stories of people who have just gone through a course. Like think outside the box, think about the results and how you've supported people and share that with people, share those stories with people. So just start having a think about that because if you, if on your next course launch, like if you've launched already and you've not had the success that you really wanted, then on your next course launch, you know, start to incorporate this piece into your launch phase, into your launch process. Start to incorporate this pre-launch of warming people up and you'll see the results from it when you do. You know, if it's done correctly, if it's well planned out and it's strategic, then it really works. Like plain and simple, it really works. Okay, so mistake number three, mistake number three is that you're forgetting about sales. How do you feel about having sales conversations? Because the thing is, it's like, you know, you do all of this amazing work to like bring new people into your community and with your freebie, maybe you've gone to all of the effort to run an online challenge or even a summit. So you've done all of this work and then you're nurturing those relationships through all of your content and that pre-launch activity. And, and then you open the doors to enrollment and, you know, you just wait for the sales to come in. Yeah, just wait for the sales to come in. You're waiting for them to come rolling in. <laughs> Where are they? And you see, what we have to remember is that everyone in our community is at a different stage in their buying journey and in their relationship with you, okay? Everybody's at a different stage in that buying process customer buying process, okay? We all go through a process in our minds when we're buying something. And some people may have been in your community for some time, okay? So they'll have already seen all of the amazing um, content that you share and, you know, there will be a lot of trust that's built up in those relationships, yeah? You've been showing to those people for some time that you really can deliver, yeah? And that you're the teacher for them. So some of those people will be ready to enroll in your course. You know, they're likely to be the people who will enroll on day one when the doors open. But even some of those people who have been in your community for some time will still need a bit of hand-holding. Yeah, they might have some questions that need some one-to-one -one conversations with you. You know, maybe they have some fears that need addressing. Quite often, I mean, I find in my own, when I'm launching my own programs, that one of the key things that hold people back is that they fear whether they can actually do it. Yeah, whether they can actually achieve the outcome that my course is, is promising. So it's almost like they're fearing their own ability to actually have success. And so that type of, um, fear or, or objection really requires a conversation. It requires some guidance from you as the deliverer of the program. Does that make sense? And really it's just about, um, you know, showing people and, and bringing, 
allowing them to feel confident in their own abilities. So there will also be some people who are completely new to your community, you know, so maybe they came in on the online challenge that you did and therefore that trust is still building and they're still kind of sussing you out as a teacher. And, you know, of course, you know, there's, they're going to have their own personal journey with yoga and where they are and do they feel like they're ready for the next step? You know, what's holding them back? And it's your, your job to address these things when you come into launch mode, because these are the things that come up. These are the questions that people start to ask themselves as they're considering your program, as they're considering your product, they're, they're considering whether it's the right thing for them. And are they at the right stage and are they ready and quite often you know when we're asking ourselves are we ready really we're asking ourselves that because we feel stuck where we are right now does that make sense and when we feel stuck what we actually need is a guiding helping hand to show us the way to kind of like show us this is the path that you can walk because i was where you are now and i'm now over here and i can support you on that journey so those types of um, considerations, sometimes an email doesn't do that. You know, sometimes an email doesn't address that because sometimes those things are quite personal and sometimes, you know, it can take a safe space for people to voice those concerns. And that's where sales comes in. That's where this sales activity of you having conversations with people, remember to switch sales on its head. Sales is serving. Start to see sales as serving, you showing up for your community members and having those conversations so that they can work out, is this the right thing for me? Because you never want to force anyone into your programs or into your courses. You want them to feel empowered to make the right decision for them. You only want people in your program who have made the right decision for them. So you are serving them by helping them to see if this is the right course for them or not. And so, you know, this is where the, the, those direct conversations, those direct sales, direct serving comes in. So, you know, of course, when you, when you do open the door and you're in launch phase, you will have an automated sales email sequence that's going to be going out to everyone that's been coming on this kind of journey with you, this launch journey. And of course, you know, you'll be doing some activity on social media, you'll be showing up, you'll be telling people that your course is open and these are all the benefits and, you know, how it's going to support people and how it's going to... Um, how it's going to change people's lives right now, how it's going to address the struggles that they're having right now. So you'll be doing all of that activity anyway. But a mistake I see is when teachers put a, a sales email sequence together and then they call it a day, you know, and they think, yeah, I've done that now. That's my launch phase. It's running. It's happening. But really, you know, the launch phase shouldn't be something that's just on automate. This is a time when you're actually quite busy, right? You're showing up. Yeah, this is you following up. And you also have to remember that other people are busy or get distracted. So sometimes they need this reminder. They need this human touch, this human reminder and just a really powerful 
friendly message that says, hey, have you seen this? Are you coming on board? Are you coming on this journey with me? This is the next step. You've been through the challenge with me. This is the natural next step. So mistake number three is forgetting about that human touch, that sales, that serving, you showing up for your community during that launch phase and serving, i.e. selling, okay? So there, there you go, guys, your three mistakes today. Not doing that market research was that key one, not doing the market research and really understanding who your people are and what the problem is that you're go going to be solving for them with your online course and validating that. Number two, you haven't got this clear pre-launch content strategy in place. And number three, you've forgotten about the sales, yeah? So three mistakes there. And what I wanna kind of finish on really, and it's a little bit of a bonus, but it's really about self-care. You know, self-care, because launching, there's a lot that goes on in launching, guys. For those of you who are in the Profitable Yoga Teacher Programme with me, You'll understand that now, right? There's a hell of a lot of stuff that goes on when it comes to launching your course, <laughs> yeah? We often think that the creating the course bit is the big, is the hard bit, but no, it's not. So there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of components, and it's not to say you have to have all of those moving parts together and ready right from the, the get-go, no, that's, that doesn't have to be the case because as I said at the beginning of today's training, you will launch and launch and launch again. You'll iterate, you'll add things, you'll lose things. And as you learn, as you continue to launch, you can add these components in each time. You know, it's like we're just adding to it, making it better and better and better. Um, and that's how you'll see your success and your income increase each time you launch. That's definitely what I've seen as I've during my launch journey. Um, so self-care is really important. You know, you need to be prioritizing self-care during a during a launch period. It really is everything because it's about your energy as a yogipreneur. Yeah, your energy is everything. And you know, I've learned this the hard way in the past when I've, where I've been in launch mode and I thought to myself, I am never doing that again. <laughs> and it's probably because I wasn't sleeping. I was like drinking, I don't know, 10 shots of espresso. No, I wasn't really, but you get the picture, you know, it's like you, you kind of like get to that phase where you, or you get in the mode where you're not really separating yourself from your laptop. And that's dangerous. And I think we've all been there when we're in these kind of busy launch periods, but it's not, that is not the only way to have a successful launch. Like more work doesn't equal more sales. So your secret, secret weapon, can't get my words out today. Your secret weapon is to prioritize yourself, to prioritize your self-care so that you can keep showing up with like energy and creativity and focus. So really looking at how you can fill up your cup. And you guys will know exactly how you can fill up your cup and what works for you. You know, whether it's dancing or running or meditating or having a bath or whatever it is, you know, sitting in the sunshine, soaking it up, whatever you need, make sure that you do it during your launch periods. Like literally schedule it in so that you do it. Um, it's really important and it impacts the success of your launch. So, 
value your energy and take care of it is my final reminder for today and it goes without saying for everything that you're doing value your energy and take care of it there's a lot of stuff sucking our energy right now so we have to be very very mindful of it and just really spend time each day nourishing yourself take that time out for you to recharge thank you guys for listening to me and showing up today and i'm excited to see your course launches um, in 2021 and to see how you're getting on with them. Amazing. Thank you guys. Thanks for being here. Lots of love, lots to learn. Keep learning, keep chipping away. I'll see you guys very soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.